Welcome to the Warrior Growth Academy podcast, a place for anybody and everybody who wants to become the best versions of themselves. Your story doesn't make you who you are. It is the rest of your story, who you choose to be. You can write a story about who you've been, and you can write a story about who you are now, but you can also write a story about who you could be. It's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Look into your heart and see what it is that you truly want. You have to take possession of your life. You must be the master of your own kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Warrior Growth Academy podcast, where we cover life hacks, habits, personal mastery, interesting concepts and ideas, stories, ancient and modern wisdom, all the things that will make us learn and grow into becoming the better versions of ourselves. I am your host, Jakub the Funky Warrior, and today I'm coming to you live and direct. Well, well not live exactly because this is recorded but coming to you now with a warrior wisdom of the day we can learn from our past experiences from others but also we can learn from nature animals even insects after all we share the same earth so we have a big thing in common today we'll dig into the bee kingdom First, let's hear the review of the week from Vanessa. Natural, funny, energetic. This podcast is now part of my morning routine. It's like having a friend cheering you up and enlightening you and inspiring to go out there and be a better self, be more aware. Jakub's energy is so likable. He's natural and funny. Honestly, a breath of fresh air in the podcast world. Thank you so much, Vanessa. I appreciate you. You're awesome. And for anybody else, if it's not already done, please leave a review and a rating on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Let's make altogether this the number one podcast in the world. And also, I always love hearing from you and knowing what do you enjoy. All right, let's get into the subject of the day. Actually, wait, wait, before we get into the serious business, I've got something else. A super duper cool ass surprise for you. We're launching a newsletter. Yeah, it will be sent twice a month. Awesome ideas, articles, books, exercises, life hacks. Basically, if you love this podcast, you're going to love even more this newsletter. You can find the link in the description of this episode or in my bio on Instagram at FunkyWarriorYakub. Anyways, I'm sure you're gonna love this. Alright, enough messing around. Let's get serious. Muhammad Ali said it beautifully. Fly like a butterfly, sting like a bee. But bees do more than just sting and produce honey. They live in colonies and have a special way to ensure their survival. A crazy fact is that in a bee kingdom, a hive has about 20 to 80,000 bees. But there's only one queen bee. She's bigger, she's protected by all the bees, and she make all the bay bees. You see what I did right there? 
Yeah, yeah, I know, I'm clever. The queen bee makes up to 2,000 eggs per day. And what's even more interesting is that the queen bee lives 10 to 40 times longer than the worker bees, which are all the other bees. So she lives for years and even decades, while other workers only live a few months. So hearing this got me curious. How come one bee out of 80,000 bees lives that longer? So there are two main answers to that. Nutrition and protection. So the whole colony protects the queen. And give her the best quality and food and nutrients. So the protection obviously is more for the survival so she doesn't get killed by a predator. So really it's her eating habits that make her become twice the size and more than double the weight of other female bees, even if she doesn't have any genetic advantage. So basically her DNA is not different from the other ones. But looking even more into this, and you know how scientists are, they're pretty curious, they want to test a lot of things and observe a lot of things to come up with a lot of things. So the University of California made an experiment by removing the queen bee from her hive. And what they observed was insane. The regular female workers started producing eggs and also experienced health benefits just like the queen. And also what they observed is that the worker bees that reactivated their ovaries were more resilient against viruses. And then other curious scientists came into play in two German universities and observed the same things on studies on ants. Okay, so a few thoughts come to mind while observing all this. It seems that there is that sacrifice of everybody for the well-being of one. And then what came to mind, and I don't really have an answer to that, but is it even possible that we live something similar, us humans, in our society? Is it similar to the wealth being accumulated by a few ones while in a way the whole world sacrifices I don't want to get into a political debate or start bashing on capitalism or anything, but it's really just food for thought. And think about it. The big, big companies that run a lot of things in our world, it is in a way pretty much the system. So many people work, most of them, minimum wage while the CEOs and the upper echelon get richer and richer. Okay, so back to bees. Also, another thought that comes to mind is that each one of those bees has that potential, right? When we remove that queen bee, the regular worker bees suddenly had their powers reactivated and their health getting better. But in the presence of that queen bee, in a way, they limit that potential, so a question for you, are you limiting your potential because of a structure you live in, people around you, or even your thoughts and beliefs in your mind? And a final thought, and that's actually for any species, even for plants on this earth, is that we are genetically driven by the instinct of survival of our species. 
But the thing is, and that has been observed and studied by psychologists and other people for decades, is that it doesn't include happiness and fulfillment and the relationships we build with people. If we just let our brain kind of dictate what is good for our survival, we will always stay in the comfort zone, in the security, just because our brain drives us and drives our behaviors for just the survival of us and our species. But if you want to live to your full potential, like the worker bees, if you want to be more fulfilled and happy and build meaningful relationships and push your boundaries and experiment life and live life, you need to, in a way, override this initial pre-programmed system and program. All right, so the two main lessons we can take from this, and I know there's a lot of questions and other discussions to be have, but number one, nutrition is key. You see the effect on that queen bee. What you put in your body has a direct impact on your strength, health, and longevity. And second, you have that potential within you, just like those worker bees that in the presence or not in the presence of queen bee, as soon as they start behaving differently, you see some magic happening. And I know we are all in a different place of our journey and we move forward in our speed in different experiences and different events, but... If you live in today's world, there's a big chance that you're not yet living to your full potential. That's not to bring you down. That's actually exciting because that means the best is yet to come and you have something to look forward to. So that potential, ask yourself, what could it be? And that's no pun intended. Attended or intended? Intended. No pun attendant. Anyways, what could it be? <laughs> so really, be who you were meant to be. And that's the best version of yourself and nothing less. And make every day a little step towards that. It's not something you reach. Actually, it is a journey. It's a never-ending journey. So the idea is not to be, oh, damn, I'm far behind. No, it's to look ahead and to make that little small next step. I'll leave you to reflect on this. I hope more of us can become queen bees and king bees and live better lives and longer. See you on the next episode of the Warrior Growth Academy podcast. An educated person is not necessarily one who has an abundance of general or specialized knowledge. An educated person is one who has so developed the faculties of their mind that they may acquire anything they want. It is important to draw wisdom from many different places. If you take it from only one place, it becomes rigid and stale. Understanding others, the other elements, and the other nations will help you become whole. Step by step, the student is being brought together with himself to the point where he catches up with his own inner being and can accept it completely. And that is, you see, the most difficult thing to do, to accept oneself completely. But because we lack awareness or understanding of who we are, we're totally locked into a physical world, and we let things outside of us control us. 95% of the population are reacting to life. They're not 
really living at all. And it's very important that you realize that your evolution, your, your journey through this incredible thing is nothing to do with anyone else. And you can't live your life the way your mommy and daddy want you to live it, or the way the people at the office say you got to live it, or the way society says you got to live it. You got to live it for yourself. This is just me eating chips. This is a test to see if you stay until the end of the end. Like a real warrior. Like a real warrior. Sorry, I'm, my mouth is full of chips. It's hard to articulate. Mm-mm-mm. <sighs> okay, bye.